0: hey we're back we're back uh welcome back to leafs late night where it's never too late for the Leafs. remember to uh, head on over to the inside the Rank youtube page and drop a little subscribe there you can catch all the videos usually within about a day of us uh, posting them everywhere else you can go and watch those so you know all those times i'm talking about what i'm sharing on screen you can actually see what's going on and uh <laughs> leave us a rating over on spotify and uh on um the other one apple music and wherever you Apple Music. That's the one. (laughs) Apple Pods.
1: Apple Podcasts. Isn't it all
0: in one thing?
1: No, it's not. It's a separate app. Get with it. Oh,
0: I didn't. i an Android. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's still purple, but wrong app. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. well, you know. Yep.
0: You get what I mean. Go on and um, help support the show. We, we appreciate y'all. Um, back with me tonight is Suddy again, and it is the return of Steph the Fanalist. Welcome back.
1: Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Kinda, hey. Hey, hey,
0: Quite the glowing Christmas tree behind you there. Man, no you kidding. love it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it! This is um, my mother going ham with Christmas time. Like this fucking tree was up November twelfth, guys. Um, she would have put it Respect. up twelve oh one if it were possible. But
2: <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, my girlfriend wanted to do it beginning of November. Compromised at least after Remembrance Day. So I got those other extra twelve days, like you.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it was like the last week of november i put everything up so it's uh and i took the bold move of not turning any of it off this year i've only got like three things on but it's just i didn't have the remote for it so just like fuck it tree stays on it's only one little strand of lights but now (laughs) i'm seeing one of them flicker which i learned from a reel is a sign that the fuse is about to go so thanks uh youtube shorts and instagram reels for teaching me something i can replace the fuse on those and uh, keep it
2: coming Uh oh it's true
0: yeah. Yeah, if anybody didn't know that, on the plug of your Christmas lights, there's a thing you can open up. And the little baggie that comes with the lights has a, an extra fuse in it that you can replace. And there's one light on the strand that goes before the rest of them. So when you see one of them start flickering, probably means the rest are about to go. So that's what I just noticed. I
2: only found that out this year. Me
0: so you too.
1: Don't throw the bag in the garbage.
0: <laughs> see, that's what I normally do cuz I'm like, what what is this? If one light breaks or something, I'm not doing this.
1: Yeah, and then you just can't find it and it's in the toolbox somewhere and you're just like, oh fuck, like am I ever gonna look at this again?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm gonna find that little baggie, but if I do, I can fix these. But <laughs> man, that thing is tall. Like I just have a little fake one. That thing is is it real or yeah. fake? Um,
1: it's definitely fake and it's not that tall. It's an illusion. Like if I stood beside it, it you know, it's probably like six five, and you, you guys know I'm like just under six one, so Okay, yeah. mine is like,
2: like I've got an apartment size one. It's like two mm. and a half feet maybe oh, okay this bitch has been like up
1: five. for a month sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's literally december 12th this bitch has been up for one month already like no wonder why i'm such a grinch because christmas here is like three fucking months long the real question you know is what?
2: when you take it down oh yeah
1: oh it's definitely like january 6th or 12th or like old christmas <laughs> day like I'm here's not my even predicament kidding
2: you. My birthday is January third, so I would never allow my parents to take it down until after my birthday.
1: So you I wanted like a Christmas? I did at the time. Birthday,
2: but not so much anymore.
0: I have uh, an uncle whose birthday is on Christmas Day, and it's always—I always thought about like you'd be as a kid. It, it the first thought is like, oh, I get like extra <laughs> presents, but you're not going to get extra presents. Oh and no, It's terrible you're it's gonna be lie. like second thought the whole time because it's christmas it's about the family it's not about you like it's...
2: E- even like i was like nine days away and it would be we got you a little bit of a bigger gift to incorporate both of them together
1: <laughs> here's a chocolate to go with that
2: yeah yeah exactly
0: See, I can do the math. I know if these were farther apart, I'd be getting something bigger for both of them. Don't sell me this shit. Heavily traumatized from it.
1: It better be an extra large Toblerone. You know, those big ass fucking pyramids, like just those bricks. A, yeah, the bricks chocolate. <laughs> I'm uh, always just gotta divide them. Non-
0: whether I like Toblerones or not, because I find the pieces themselves are like quite large when you break them off, and then you get like the the toffee pieces stuck to your teeth. I don't know. It's good quality chocolate, but I don't know. It's just ugh. as not someone doesn't
2: fuck with chocolate. I like turtles. You can have them in small amounts. You can have one or two, and then you're good for the year. Good call. Good call.
1: I kind of like picking it out of my teeth, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of the whole experience. Like you're just like munching on seconds. a Toblerone right it's like saving it for later like um <laughs> i know that <this> sounds disgusting <laughs> hey
0: i did i am uh kind of a hypocrite i did buy a crunchy i think it's called i always mix up crispy crunch crunch crunchy and all those crunchy yeah crunchy is the one that's just like the toffee yeah yeah i had one of those the other day i was uh i forgot how good those are
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah those are those are right. not the, the best but turtle suddy that's what's up turtles is a whole next level like i'm about the turtle life
2: me too
0: and it's the time of the season for them you can find them yeah. in those little fun like tray thingies that are marked up in price
2: anyway in the comments, let's hear what your chocolates are though yeah what's your favorite
0: chocolate right, this Let us know.
2: Ross, public address announcer for <laughs> toronto maple leafs. and this is
0: the leaf's late night podcast your post game destination. And now, your
2: starting lineup, Roscoe, the finalist. Southey, Beater, and Dardy Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast.
0: and well, I guess I should have said, if you go to Inside the Rink to watch the video, you can see Steph's Christmas tree. And uh, you let us know whether you think it's an optical illusion or not, because from where we are, it looks like it's going all the way to the <laughs> ceiling. It's a lie.
1: Fresh from New York City, baby.
2: Six five. Her tree can dunk. Like it's tall enough.
1: Yo, we're dunking. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, and I just noticed, and you can see my my fun. This this guy right here, which is uh, from Niagara Falls, it's glowing with my uh, my LED behind it.
1: What is that?
0: It's an alien cup.
2: Does this say oh. like a water bottle? MJC like stuff in there. Here, yeah, I'll show you. It's fun. <laughs>
1: I what the Leafs had tonight the secret no stuff. Ooh, oh, one of those that you spend way so, too much on, so when, and you get one refill, and you use it like yeah, yeah. twice.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah. like a giant alien thing, and I mean, like beside my, like it's it's quite large. It's quite um, skinny
1: and large. Yeah, and it <laughs> was.
0: Um, uh, do you want to take a stab at how much this guy costs? <laughs>
1: 1699.
2: Yeah,
0: 2499. Like yeah, sadly gets it. It was like 2399, I think.
1: Obviously, I haven't been out in a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Obviously, uh, I've no. wasted too much money on stuff like that.
0: Well, um so tonight was a bit of a a bounce back after kind of a shaky game against um the Islanders. So um, you know, we got Steph back who I know takes the best. Notes during the game, and it's probably been shaking listening to all of us not go do game breakdowns and just kind of talk about whatever the hell we want. So, uh, Steph, you want to start us off like old times,
1: guys? Second half of a back to back. Actually, fun stat about this first time in 20 years, the Leafs had a back to back in New York from the Weird, Islanders because you think that's Rangers. an easy,
0: easy trip to make, really? Like, yeah? Why right. not do that?
1: Yeah, and third back-to-back of the year. We're one-in-one, one, but, like, you would think this would be a regular schedule kind of thing, but no, it's been 20 years, and that was very surprising to me. Huh. Well, then I mean, too. I guess
0: there's a lot of other teams in the area, and it might be yeah. a cost thing to stay two nights downtown in New York City. I don't know.
1: Cost, really? We're hey. talking about the Leafs here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they still need to, like, not pay attention to super things. Eight, like... You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's, it's quite a bit of money. Like, I don't know. Whatever. They're not going
1: to be like, let's not do this hockey game because the hotel is $100 more a night. It's, it's definitely good.
2: just a schedule thing. But, like, the fact that it's never aligned in 20 years is kind of insane. Yeah, for sure.
1: Great. Right. And, guys, tonight, uh, Martin Jones making his first start as a Leaf. Like, I, I feel like I've... He's obviously come in and in relief against Ottawa. And I in my brain, it feels like he's played for us already, like a full game. But no, tonight was the first time. And I'm so glad his dad got to witness that. And who knew that? Well, I didn't know. But his dad's the VP of arena yeah. operations in Vancouver. Okay. What? Okay. Terry mm-hmm. Jones. didn't know that. Yeah, he works in the NHL, so that was interesting. But yeah, 11-7 and tonight too, guys. Oh my God, the Leafs are sick. They are battling the flow.
0: Also learned tonight that the Nashville Predators started this whole dad's trip thing, and the NHL was like, hey, what the hell? This isn't fair. You can't have this like cheerleading squad follow you around. They're like, come on, really? What if everybody can do it? And they're like, fine, everyone can do it then. So it became a thing.
2: Why does the NHL have any jurisdiction on something like this? They thought it was like organized thing. Then
0: they said it was cap, uh, not circumvention, but like they were using team money to like fly players' families around with them that would like you know boost morale. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Like if it had never been done before, I could see why the first time it would be like, whoa, 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 (laughs) what are you doing here? That's that's quite a big step, but I mean, if everyone can do it and it's it's a fun thing, then great. But
2: yeah, is it really different than like other players? Like from say, if someone's from Nashville and he buys thirty tickets for his family, is it really that different? Like the team's paid for it. It's not. Come on, fuck off with that shit.
0: Yeah, it's stupid. It's just like typical NHL to be like, no, you can't do something that makes sense and have fun.
1: Yeah, but tonight I was kind of like like I'm glad we have Martin Jones and all but the guy hasn't had a start since uh April 8th for sh- well,
0: Chicago. He started in preseason though. That's why I think it feels like we've seen him play a full game cuz he did play a few there and he was he came pretty good
2: the ones too, but his last like start was in the playoffs for
1: Seattle.
0: Yeah, like regular season, but yeah, I'm just saying like wow. he did play a full like couple 60 minutes with the Leafs in preseason.
1: Fair point. Fair point. And another interesting fact: Shosturkin only allowing uh, once in his career to allow. Sorry, four plus goals in three straight games. Like this guy has not been having a good little stretch. And luckily, it's you know in our favor. But not if you are a fantasy owner. And I know you have him, Mm. Roscoe. So yeah, uh, yeah. Him and
0: Soros have not been good this year, but.
1: Yeah. As I look
0: down, anyone looking to trade away a goalie message I got in one of the (laughs) fantasy leagues. Everybody's hurting for goalies all over the place.
1: Yeah, goalies have been a hit or miss. Um, They've been either, I don't know, even Markstrom's injured now. and Excuse me, Freddy's on IR. Um, I think I have maybe one goalie running in like three of my leagues. So I have to really run the, the waiver wire to fill in the gap there.
0: You want to take a stab at what the uh, league average save percentage is this year?
1: Oh my God. 888. (laughs) It's
0: not 888. but
1: (laughs) You made it sound really dramatic.
0: So like, what would you say is a good save percentage? Like playable goalie, like just without thinking about, you know what they are this year. Like just off the top of your head, if someone asked you, like, what's a good save percentage, like, for an everyday goaltender?
1: Simply nine hundred.
0: I think over nine, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 9, 10, I would, say, 9, 9, I would say like
0: nine ten. Nine nine ten is usually like you're you're good, right?
1: Yeah, that's that was my original thought, but I went too fucking low. So and then you got a dramatic <laughs> on me. So I just went a little bit higher. The-
0: my point is, the league average has not been nine ten since the nineteen twenty season. It has been steadily dropping every year. Uh, I, I a lot of people have been talking about scoring going up, but little talked about is safe percentage in turn going down. Uh, so this year, currently, uh, the average across the league is nine oh four with a two ninety four goals against. That's so, crazy. I mean, and it's like, not like it-
2: like yeah. Sorry, go ahead. As it pertains to like tonight's game, are you surprised that they didn't take out second like, after the first period? The way like Jonathan Quick is in playing, he I think his save percentage is like nine twenty two. His goals against is Eight wins in ten, 10 games.
1: Mike Johnson said he was coming out in the first period, and I friggin' tweeted about it, and then I look like a dumbass because he stayed in.
2: Oh, Mike <laughs> Johnson's <a> goddamn liar!
0: <laughs> I feel like maybe you it's a combo of trying to keep just confidence up. If he's had a couple rough games in a row, it's like, okay, like you've got this buddy, you know, you're better than this battle through. Like you can keep us in it. You've yeah, done it before. They, like they have, maybe you're leaving the Metro on the other side. Maybe if it is kind of a write-off game and you look like the team's not going to support the goalie, do you really want to ruin Quick's numbers with, uh, <laughs> with that? Yeah, it's true.
1: 793 for Shesterkin tonight and 903 for Jones.
2: Jones was good. He, like, he looked a little wobbly. He was sliding out like in the first, but mm-hmm. after that he settled down so much. And like like the team like had confidence playing in front of him too, which they didn't really have in front of Sammy last night. Uh, yeah, I was a huge fan of Jones tonight.
0: Yeah, like you said, starting off shaky, both goalies starting off with a
2: hot five
0: hundred save percentage. Let like him get uh <laughs> What was it a goal on two shots and two goals on four shots like not what you yes. expect from two of the best teams in the eastern conference but uh it was exciting Three and uh in fact showing the dads freaking out every time like and all the <laughs> uh the almost goals too yeah that was a nice little added fun aspect
1: well the top teams in the league haven't uh been doing well in regulation wins um you have Teams like even Boston, for example, with um what is it? They showed a stat on on TV actually tonight, and it was like Boston, Toronto, LA, um these top tier league teams from the league last season, anyways, but they're not doing well in regulation.
0: Hmm. 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 Well, I mean, hmm. we've had a lot of Injuries to uh, high end players and goalies around the league and a lot of defensemen out a lot of close games a lot of overtimes. I mean, I know the Leafs are getting nailed for going overtime so often. But I mean, most games across the league have been one goal games, if not a blowout. So yeah, it's kind of been one or the other.
1: A lot of people took the under tonight on this game because the Rangers have, and the Leafs have a history of low scoring games. I mean, uh, Chesterkin alone is 3 and 0 against the Leafs and the score has been 2 and 1 or 2-3 or 4-2 for example and tonight just surprised everyone. I mean, the first period has to be <laughs> one of the best that the Leafs have played this season. It has um, to be. Actually, the First time the Leafs has scored four in the first period at MSG since March 9th,
0: 1944. Wow. Wow. Yuck. I know it's the first time they scored four in a period at all this year, which is fun. So
1: correct. And Last time point, was both, March.
2: Like the under w- was a good bet. I actually took under 8.5 and I got fucked in my parlay, so yikes.
1: Damn, yeah. I saw the under as 6.5, so that that was risky, risky, right? But I'm glad that our third string came in, shut the door. I mean, fuck, Jones, like, Big literally, whew, man, keeping the Leafs in it, even in the first period, the Rangers, with the lack of shots that they had, I mean, they ended yeah. the period with three shots on net, but they were high-quality chances, and it could have easily been a tied game. So, I mean, the Leafs and Pappy getting it going early to start this game on a delayed penalty call. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and uh, just back to the low shots, I like to think that they... As we were talking about last night, tried to go back to the um, the play against Nashville, where they just you know were unsure of how our goaltending is going to be tonight. So let's just try to yeah. reduce the amount of shots. And you know, a couple did get through that were extremely high danger. Obviously, scoring on one of them, but uh, yeah, I think the play seemed to be just we're not sure how Jones is going to do. So let's <laughs> give him an but easy period did... to start.
2: So many like the small things really good. Like I thought his rebound control was great. He cut down like cross ice like cross crease passes too. He deflected a whole bunch of them. Um, he gave his team a lot of confidence that they could go out and play a little more offensively and that he would back them up if they come back down.
1: How about yeah. that massive poke check oh, in the first period? God, One of the very oh, many so small good. things
2: he
0: did. Yep. Um, I I guess I'm just not used to seeing him play. Like We only saw Martin Jones once or twice a year before, so I don't really know his style so it was nice to kind of get a, a full 60 minutes watching him behind uh, a pretty mm-hmm. meh, meh, weird Leafs 7 defensive team. So, yeah, he did well.
1: Very he well. Did. And the, the team, you know, set the tone in the first period. The second period was kind of But Leafs bounced there, back.
0: Yeah. But, but, oh, that delayed penalty go- mm, goal. Holy mm, shit.
1: Mm, Holy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, William. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, like, there's been a lot of times this season where he's just split defensemen and gone through people. And yeah. I thought, like, oh, okay, this is just, like, you know, a one-time highlight real thing. And then it happens, like, two or three more times. And I was like, okay. And then Almost this where he goes through four Rangers to pass it to Matthews at the last second. Like, this is not a William Nylander we've seen in the last, I don't know, five years. Like, No, this came he's a, good for you know, this.
2: Win once or twice a game at this point but I think we're bearing the lead here where Austin Matthews is just playing on a whole different level like he had 11 shots last night he carried the team last night he carried the team again tonight with two goals hit a post or two as well like the level that he's playing at right now is just unreal and his defensive play too is like just as good as his offensive play
1: yeah, he's the fourth uh leaf in history with eight consecutive twenty goal seasons. And then after him is Sittler with nine, Ron Ellis also at nine, and Sundin at thirteen.
0: Like it's December twelfth and he's already got twenty goals. That's he's just in twenty-six bonkers. games. Yeah. Bonkers. Twenty goals
1: in twenty-six 21, games. Isn't it? Twenty-one now. Yeah, I'm I'm behind here. But yeah. guys, also with this first line. Noah Gregor getting the opportunity to play with Matthews and Nylander. Man, there was one play where it was like, oh, okay, it's kind of obvious that you don't really play up here, but damn, I thought he was a good fit for the night anyways. Like, I thought he really deserved it. Like, he was given this shot because he is a workhorse.
2: I like the opportunity because I totally agree with everything you said. Like, he's a workhorse. He's been putting in the work like and getting the results. But he is a shoot-first type of player. So if you're playing with Boston what I was Massive, gonna <laughs> he's not really going to look to him on as much plays as he should. So I don't think the yeah. fit's great, but I do love him as a player right now. Maybe on a second or third line. Right. Yeah, it's one of
0: those things where if you're playing Chell and you add the the person onto the line and the chemistry goes down because it's like you have two snipers and a playmaker. It's like yeah, but 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 what if the playmaker just feeds both of them? It's like well, one's way better than the other, so this doesn't really make sense. <laughs> but like he's okay. he's awesome. He is great. Like yeah. he's great. Um, on a, I mean, second, it's tough to put him there, but like for third and fourth line stuff, like Gregor's been fantastic as uh you know, unexpected shot down there that I think people are not expecting because the Leafs don't usually have snipers on their third and fourth line.
1: Yeah. And he did clock 1740 tonight, which is a big boost from his average. So, um, I thought he did keep up. I mean, obviously the Leafs had, what was it? Three power play opportunities. And, but, and I was just happy to see his name and I was even happier to see Timmins. Take this fucking clapper and sink it like right With off the dad face. Dad in the off. house.
2: Dad oh, in the yeah. house.
1: Yarn Croak win, or sorry, Domi wins the draw straight to Yarn Croak, right to the point, doesn't fucking hesitate. Oh, you know, I love that. Third point yeah. in the last two games. Damn, guys. Like, this is what we wanted since preseason when we saw Timmins literally just go apeshit and we're like, oh He's my God, oh my God. Seriously. And we have our top three defenders or, you know, three out of six defenders injured right now. So this is the type of boost that we need from yeah. our back end.
0: i just looking at who won the uh, face-off battle tonight between Trocek and. Uh, and like speaking of back end, so, uh,
2: you mentioned like Gregor's numbers. Morgan Riley is playing the eighth or seventh most minutes in the whole league right now. This guy is not getting enough credit oh. for the defensive play and just like the anchor he's being on the back end for this team right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's funny. My uh, I haven't done an Ed's text in a while, but I was on the phone with him, and he said, uh, "You know, my dad's one of those people that has never been a fan of Morgan Riley. Really, um, oh
1: Ed, Ed.
0: Ever Come since, on. ever since Jake Gardner, he's been like, you know, these two just have no <laughs> place in hockey. Um, and ever <laughs> since, like, he's just been vehemently against Morgan Riley. But uh, on the phone." Uh, two days ago. He's like, you know, Morgan <laughs> Riley is really, this year he's picking it up. I think last, uh, what was it, against Nashville? He said that was one of his best games ever uh, as a Leaf and, you know, he's just, he's he's turning the tide. And I think he's tonight was right one of those today, nights where like, with him and the other four guys are all on. Like, people have been asking for a blowout game from this team tonight and uh, I think all four of them are on tonight. Like, we were talking last night Marner was a little shaky before and I think tonight he was a lot better. Um, Tavares obviously still on. Willie was unbelievable. And Matthews still carrying uh, his weight. So, you know. Four we talked
2: about Last night, like all the big four were actually playing pretty good tonight. And it was evident in the score. And it's, it's such a big difference when they can all do that in the same game. Mm.
1: Hell yeah. Ninth goal allowed in the last two starts for Shosturkin on this goal. And, you know, the next goal for... Uh, the rags here, Uh, it's kind of unfortunate, you know, the fluky shot tipped by Wheeler in front, Brody's in the fucking paint and in the way and we have our third goal of the game in five minutes of play so it's like all of those people on the, making those bets they're like, okay how is goal going to go? (laughs) Yeah,
2: That that was like a sick shot that's that's just a great goal
1: Out of place for Jones, Brody right there too, and the Leafs just kind of look dumb. I applaud <laughs> Wheeler for his shot, but at the same time, I'm just like, really, man, you've been struggling all year, and of course you perform against the Leafs, because that's just how it <laughs> always happens.
0: What about uh, Shesterkin's reaction after that Timmins goal, where he just like throws his... He's like, what the... F- <laughs> what was that? <laughs> There's eight people <laughs> in front of me.
2: How the fuck am I supposed to see this? That was definitely like, was any like, how did you expect me to save this? Like, get out of my way. I moved my arm after the puck was in the net. Yeah.
1: And teams do not expect the big shot from the back end of the Leafs. Especially not off
2: a face off like that. And this comes to a smaller point. Like, the Leafs are winning a ton of draws right now. So they're putting themselves in positions to have, you know, plays like that.
1: Exactly. It's huge against most teams in the first period alone the leafs were 70 per- 71% on the dot Oof. versus yeah, uh, new york's 29% so that is a yeah. huge advantage but like yeah. matias just uh, was for- to
0: point out Tavera's 54.6 on the dot tonight vinny trocheck 56.3 so he's yeah, still he's like maintains the, best the lead league right now though yeah, we were talking last night, Steph. Uh, Trocek was is first, I think, and uh, Tavares is third in the league. Wow. Um, tonight, Matthews was 47 I he's That's pretty good. Yarn Croak was 66%. Speaking really? of
1: Yarn Croak, I saw a video posted by Toronto Poppy on Insta. Yarn Croak takes the face off from either side. He's literally oh, wait, flipping what? his he'll, stick he'll over. Oh, yeah.
2: He doesn't yeah. practice a lot.
1: Yeah, and I did not know this. How did I not know this? Like, how did I miss this? Because this is a super
2: weird and random thing. Not many players it, do that, if any.
1: I used to do this at bat, switching from side to side to, you know, psych out the other team because they would all shift over in the field. They're like, oh, she's hitting left. Oh, she's hitting right. But I've never seen someone do this in hockey. Nope. Maybe I'm under a rock here.
2: No, I don't think Like I know are. there's people that like can men. shoot
0: with both, but I've never seen anybody take face-offs with both. That's pretty wild.
1: Great. Right. But, guys, this first power play opportunity for the Leafs, the only thing that was going through my mind was puck in skates. Puck in skates again. Every pass, puck in skates. Oh, my God. Puck not on stick. Just threw the <laughs> skates and out. And I'm like, <laughs> But good period. I can't hate too much. I'm just bitching a little. And- yeah, they're
0: just really bad at passing this year. I don't know. They find it for like 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden they just can't do it again.
2: But they that really yeah, found it like in the third tonight. I think one of the big takeaways is from a back-to-back, you can tell they came out really hard in the first. They get lost a lot of steam in the second. But then they actually like regrouped and had a complete team game in the third. And they didn't take it to overtime. They actually wanted regulation. And that's a super encouraging thing.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And getting that four goal lead in, well, three goal lead in the first period helps a ton. And what I thought the Leafs did well tonight was their rebound control because this Yarncroft go- goal is literally rebound off the Tavares shot. And it like Bertuzzi had one off the pad and he recovered. Then it was a JT attempt and then they recovered. And then it went again to croak who Protected the puck and they just cycled and cycled, recovered every shot, and then they finally got it in. So this was this makes you feel real good.
2: Yeah, very encouraging sign.
0: Oh, guys, what about that hit from McCabe though?
1: He sent
0: him
2: flying. And why, like, Like why does he have to defend himself every time after a clean hit? Like he went low, he got the leverage. It was all shoulder. Didn't leave. Like it was textbook clean hit but he still has to against, defend himself
0: against the team whose captain is jacob <laughs> fucking truba who literally does this three times a week and they're just like yeah truba and then it happens to them and they're like yo don't what are you doing and mccabe like, like, you're a down for this? like you
2: want to spark your team but enough especially with mccabe like it seems every time he has a great hit like that he always has to answer the bell
0: yeah, the uh, yeah. the dad's reaction there was great, too, though. though.
1: <laughs>
2: the dad's are buckled tonight.
1: <sighs> and thank you, referee officials, for making the right call here and actually calling a penalty against a Zibanejad, who dropped the gloves and he got the instigator penalty, which led to a Leafs power play goal in the third period.
2: Yeah, so true.
1: finally it worked out for the leafs getting this huge hit off it was clean but you know everyone's blind and they just think the leafs right especially yeah. you're in fucking you're in new york like madison madison square garden so but did that yeah, lead to was, that
2: filthy martyr goal
1: was the, yes, the Marner tip from the Riley. Huge shot from the point. Oh, my God. Give it to me. I love that shit. You, yeah, sorry. I'm oh, was a little great. excited over this. But guys, oh, Riley. Captain No, we waiting for
0: a seven-goal game all year. What about, okay, two things for the end of the game here. One, Rangers pulling Shistarkin with two and a half minutes <laughs> left on a
2: 6-3 December 12th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something that Shelly Keefe does too, so I can't really complain about it. I don't agree with it either single way, but like,
0: I don't know if Keefe would do it on
2: 6 3. I've seen him do it with a three goal deficit before, but um,
1: yeah, you're not not getting anything out of that.
2: Yeah, it's not a great
0: play. Like, I just don't get it. What do you there's no point in, I don't know. I just think it's silly. Like, if, not. I get it. Like, if you've lost, not. you've lost. But is that really going to make it? I don't know. Especially against, even a team like when that's they not... score
2: that last empty netter. Like the I forget who the Rangers' or was, but he just completely gave up on it. He's like, "I'm done. Game's over."
0: <laughs> yeah, goalie shouldn't like, been in there. <laughs> if it's like March and it's within your division, like within the, and Atlanta, you're fighting
2: for your playoff points and stuff. Total, like I get it. Like you said. December, it's
0: the Rangers and the Leafs, who are both probably shoo-ins for the playoffs, and it's December twelfth. Like I just, I don't
2: understand this. Not play. to mention, if you make a mistake, like these guys are going to score on you. Like there's weapons all over the ice, and David Camp ends up scoring. And <laughs> yeah.
0: I know if he'd passed this back to Marner, they probably could have fucked this up, and it wouldn't have gone in. But it would have been nice to give one of these guys the hat trick tonight. I'm glad True. you took
1: true okay one question guys because when i went to the leaf game with our friend kylie from australia we saw david camp sticks shout out he had um the fucking harry potter symbol on the sticks the deathly hollows and oh my we were God. like what house Don't would say, david oh camp God. be yeah, he he has Deathly Hollows fucking logo on his stick, and I was like, "Oh my god, Harry Potter! Oh my god!" Okay, full disclosure. What?
2: Wait, wait, wait. I have it tattooed on my leg, so I can't say I anything. I thought I knew I, that. I, kn-
0: <laughs> I know you do, but a tattoo is different than like <sighs> wearing, putting it on your stick. Like, no, he's got the magic. It's yeah. <sighs> Continue, Harry... I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, don't this Harry Potter.
0: Okay, he's 28. Tracks,
1: <laughs> guys what house would david kampf belong to
0: um he's a hufflepuff i was gonna say hufflepuff
1: yes yes we immediately all like he immediately yelled hufflepuff and i was just like yes like david kampf is a hufflepuff he gives hufflepuff energy and i'm so glad you both picked up on that
2: yeah He's not smart enough to be Ravenclaw, he's not cool enough to be Gryffindor, and he's not shitty enough to be Slytherin. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Uh, I love
0: that. Sorry to 50% of our audience that's over the age of 40 and probably doesn't understand that joke. And for the rest who
2: are listening now, we thank you for seeing. Thanks.
1: But Uh, speaking of rebound control one more time, and I'm done with that, Um, Matthew's goal, the 21st of the year, assisted by Truba... Off his foot, he regains control and then shoots it right over the shoulder of Shostak. Scher- that was Sturken. standing
2: up too. Like that puck was not flat. He just grabbed it and
1: poof. Yeah, seven goals in the last five games. Oh my god, guys! Like this, I, I always say. League. Oh man, we're we're constantly making history. Constantly, the last time uh, Leaf uh, scored twenty in the first twenty six games was Wendell Clark twenty years ago. Oh uh-huh, yeah. Like, is it safe to say right now
2: he is by far the second best player in the league?
1: There's McDavid,
2: there's him, and I don't think anyone else is even that close this year.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, McDavid has just finally picked it up, and even then, I haven't watched Oilers games to see how he's playing, but, I don't know, Matthews has been
2: a more um, dominant goal-scoring threat, I think, this year. Even all around yeah. dominant. Like the way every time he's on the ice, he's creating something, he's breaking up plays. Like I said, the last couple of games he's just been night and day better than anyone on the ice for the Leafs and the other team.
1: He makes it look effortless too. Like he doesn't <laughs> look like he's oh trying God. hard. And I appreciate that. Like, it kind of looks like he's a little bit floating, but everything always works in his favor. Like, he just, like, a little flick of the stick, and then he gets the puck on his stick, and, like, around the boards, and he spins away, and it all works out. But Roscoe, tell us.
0: McDavid's currently on a 10-game point streak. You want to take a stab at how many points
2: he has? I think he's got something, like, almost 23, 24 points in there.
1: 21. I'm guessing.
0: 24, and it's the end of the first period.
1: Ooh, well, he yeah, has he's to catch up. in this
2: game. Like I said, um, Matthews Holy is shit. easily the second best player in the yeah. league right now. Because yeah. McDavid is, is, is McDavid. You can't...
0: you can't. I didn't realize how much he popped like, off. Holy shit.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. He'll also, be a great Leaf in like two or three years.
1: Right. <laughs> can't wait. But... <laughs> One last thing about Martin Jones that I want to bring up was that freaking flash of leather in the second period that really kept us in the game. Wow. That was... That's it. Period. You don't think your bench uh, notices that type of
2: shit too? They know that you have their back at that point. He made a couple saves like that too where it gets your team's attention and it changes the outcome of how they play
1: yes
0: for sure um so i want to move on we got to do some questions we got a bunch of those from uh last night and tonight i also want to give a shout out to uh, julian Aubrey, who uh, sent us a photo of him with his dog wearing his uh, leafs late night hat rocking some merch thanks so much julian appreciate it uh get yours over at the inside the rank merch shop i promise i will put some new stuff out um i was hoping to get it out before christmas but i um, been working like crazy so now i have time off i've been finishing designs get those up soon uh questions though. Uh let me get the ones from last night. Holy one second.
1: It's okay, all good.
0: So um from VI Blue and White, Zapper, has Burp been the driving force on the second line the last few games? I mean He's been a lot better. I don't know about driving force just because like Willie and Taveras have been so good and like then with Marner on that line like uh, I guess like having Bertuzzi there definitely helped or seems to have helped Marner get back to form because he was starting to fall off a little bit um, and you know getting his head as he does. But again Taveras is there. It's hard to it's hard to know how much that's his effect but yeah, I definitely think he's been playing a lot better, but not not to the point where it's like pulling. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: I think you just nailed there. He's not a driving force on this line, but he has been propelling it and like doing his part. Like, yeah, the it's last not like I an Alex he, he had some defensive mistakes here and there, but like he's. He's definitely not driving it, but he's not hindering it at all. And I think he's playing pretty good hockey.
0: Yeah, it's not like Kerfoot, where it's like he can just, he's just there and you don't really know what. He's not contributing anything. He's not taking anything away, but he's just there. Um, I think Bert is contributing a little bit um, and starting to f- figure out his place on this team. Um, it is yeah. weird that we have this effect of making people mold to our system instead of them being able to play their own game here. So. It's uh, it's gonna be tough coming to Toronto.
1: Ten Leafs with points tonight, and Bertuzzi wow. was not one of them. Um, I did see a um, a tweet, or sorry, an article outlining that uh, Bertuzzi's defensive stats are actually really good. He, if you look at the Inside the Rink uh, preview for this game, uh, it it goes into detail about how he's one of the leading leap forwards and defensive stats. But since I think since we have such high expectations from him, I mean, he's a 30 goal scorer coming top line Detroit player, right? Like I'm still waiting for this guy to get a little more greasier and a little bit more physical. And I mean, he did battle around the boards tonight. He did have a good opportunity on the second power play unit when I think he fed or Domi fed him, but it was a bouncing puck and he couldn't whip it in. And yeah. I don't know, he 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 doesn't look like he's been in the league for as long as he has, but I feel like it's the system thing. I agree with you, Roscoe. It's the whole not letting him play his game as well. And I feel like he might be overshadowed a bit.
0: I just think he's not a Leaf at the end of the day. Yeah. I think the simplest way to put it, like he's a good hockey player. And like he was great in Detroit, he was great in Boston. I don't think he's a leaf. Like there's people that find it here and people that don't. I I just don't know if he's enjoying being here, if everybody's loving the way that he plays. He's not like like I just don't think it's
2: working for him. The way he plays you're never gonna see anybody's discredit cross the red line and carry the puck, go across the net and like make plays like Willie does or Marner does, or even JT or Matthews. That's not his game. He's going to be greasy. He's going to be in the corners. He's going to chip. He's going to anticipate plays. Like Steph said, he has been dynam- uh, dynamite defensively but he's not going to really stand out as this like wizard with the puck offensively. But when you do look at his stats, he's got the points there because he does all the dirty things right. So it does go a little less unnoticed. But at the same time, I feel like he has not hit a stride with the Leafs and he not does yet. have another gear that he can get to. I, I agree.
1: He had a slow start as well, adjusting to this team. And I feel like he goes through little spurts. Like he'll be hot and score a, um, a couple Spurtuzzi. goals within. Spertuzi. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a couple goals when f- within five games or whatever, and then he's cold again. So, you know, lineup changes and uh, Nyes was out tonight. Um, who knows? Yeah. I just hope the best for him, especially for what we're paying him which isn't even that much considering how, mu- how much other forwards ladder, are getting. Yeah. But um, he can definitely be a trade deadline piece if things don't change.
2: He could be because like, I don't think he fits nearly mm-hmm. as well as Matthew Neizes, especially on that first line.
0: Yeah. And I think we've gotten a lot more um, positive play out of some of the guys that have been a lot cheaper, like, you know, Gregor's been great. And uh, and like you said, like Nice and Robertson are both, you know, on pretty cheap contracts. They're playing well in the in the big leagues yeah. now. Um, I mean, Benoit and Laguson, I know I keep ripping on the fact that they're playing in the NHL, but like they haven't been bad. So I think it just no, they it makes you look at the dollar value on Bertuzzi and go, okay, well, if these guys are pretty much putting up what you are and the same amount of effort and look like they belong here, like something's wrong. So I think, uh, by deadline, they they are definitely going to look at seeing Guys, what, what's out even there. Even
2: like money aside, like I want someone who's going to connect more with Matthews or Marner or JT on my top two lines, which he just hasn't seemed to be doing right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think he wants to be that guy who's second fiddle to stars and just, you know, goes into the corner to get the puck and be. feed it to them. Like he's a if he's a bang and crash opportunistic player who who thrives on teams that are a little, you know, that style and and less. um like the Leafs are a very skill based, play based team, and maybe it's just not the way he plays. I don't know.
2: I think like people, even like me and like other fans, are expecting to be kind of like a Zach Hyman type of player, where he can go do all the mucking and have no the puck. But that's maybe not who he is. Yeah, and I yeah. think the
0: difference is Hyman and and Bunting had something to prove. I think Bertuzzi's already proved it, and he doesn't have to, you know, give that extra effort to try to get the puck to Austin Matthews. Like. He's like, yeah. well, why doesn't somebody go get the puck for me? I've scored a shit ton of goals, too. Like, why do I have that to go and just, do it?
2: It's fair. like.
1: But Legacy, you guys mentioned his name. Love him. Uh, Benoit. Yeah. Lejoy. Le- Le- Le-Goy, whatever Lejoy. Whatever the f- <laughs> fuck your name is. <laughs> nope I don't like you. Sorry. I, I think you're cut. Ooh.
0: Well, I mean, as soon as Lethgren's healthy, somebody's definitely going. But yeah. I, I, Bye, I, don't Felicia. love it.
1: Yeah, no, no. He had seven forty-seven tonight. Time on ice. I mean, zeros How across the board.
2: Because he's been playing not too much for yes. the amount I think he should be playing lately. He's a what do you think, he Some ice time. Is what it under ten? Because he's had a lot of games under ten. Nope. He should be around like the thirteen. 14 mark I think
1: 1201 oh nice
2: okay that's that's where he should be at right now I think if he's playing at like 8 minutes 9 minutes a game then he's not effective for what he does well right.
0: like we heard there's a bug going around this team I mean Nice was the only one yeah. that was unplayable because of it but apparently everybody is sick like I don't know about you guys but everyone in Ontario is sick right now I don't know if it's as bad Facts. over you are Steph but Ottawa is like just ravaged by everything right now people are coughing and sneezing all over the place
1: same here um i've known so many people are like almost deathly ill like everyone i'm talking to they're like rotating like one minute this person has it and then they're fine (laughs) and then the next person has it i'm like I don't know, this flu has been brutal. I mean, I was super sick about a couple weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, and it was pain. Like, oh my God, I just could not handle it. But anyways, feel for y'all, feel for this team. And I think that's I think Bertuzzi's sick right now too. Because they really panned on his face when we were talking about this. So who knows?
0: So Peter Leafs fan, like others have said, I couldn't care less that the game uh, ended or they ended up losing an OT. This is from last night. It's a coin toss. Tavares moment is what matters. And Mikey D, no question, but Tavares getting one K seeing dad, uh, Tavares smile was the real W. Yeah. So again, Tavares hitting a thousand points last night was uh, kind of the highlight. It overshadows, I think for Leafs fans, the fact that they blew it an OT.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: also yeah, uh, sure. from Martin A. Black here, um, down three to one, tied with six seconds left, a thousand points sent it to OT. Good game. So I think um, for an overtime loss when that's been the narrative the last week or so is like not getting regulation wins. I think everyone handled that one pretty well. All things considered,
2: yeah, like it right. would have been a fairy tale win if they won in overtime. But let's take the point. Let's reflect on how great JT has been for us. Our captain, thousand points in the building that he got drafted in. Pretty special night, yeah. Three hundred
1: and seventy nine points in three hundred and eighty five games, Mister Consistent, wow. like, with yeah. the Leafs. I mean, so yeah you you can't you can't doubt JT. I mean, people say he's washed and slow, <laughs> Johnny, but no, this guy is super <laughs> <Shut up>. consistent. <laughs> his tray. We are so happy to have him on our team. Don't hate me.
2: Here's a little (laughs) question for you guys. Uh, I think they brought this up in the TSN intermission too. Is he a Hall of Famer to you guys?
1: I saw that.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, I'm gonna say not a shoe in yet. Like, if he wins, if okay, here, here's here's the thing that could send him in. If by the end of the next two years, the Leafs win the cup with him on the team, and the um, how NHL goes back to the Olympics and he is on Team Canada and they win gold. Um, then we can talk about that. But I don't think he has enough of the hardware of being on the Islanders and the Leafs to be like a shoe in at this point in his career. Um, he's like the number you just listed, Steph, is less than a point a game, which I think. You know, just it's not insignificant, but I think it's it's not like oh my god, let's put him in the Hall of Fame, no questions asked.
1: This is where I would insert Bean to tell us all of the players in the Hall of Fame who have less than a point per game, but clearly he is not here right now. And miss you, Bean, but I feel well. The question
0: the- isn't it, the question wasn't like should he go in or not? Is like is he his shoe in? Right? Like I don't Fair. think. I don't think he's a shoe-in. I don't think he's, a you know, it's a no, but I I don't think it's, like, an automatic hands-down yes Tavares is going to the uh I think thing.
2: it kind of is. This guy's 33 years old. Do you think he's not going to put up, like, 50 points a season for the next five or so years? Like, this guy's going to end up with almost 1,500 points probably.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's slowing down. I don't think he's retiring in the next couple of years either. Like, he's going to be... Like, in, like an like an Ovi, just playing till he's That's gray.
2: Exactly He'll right. play on power play. Like he's not a very fast player, but the way he's so smart and he sets himself up for tips and goals, like he's always gonna put up points. And his stats are already a lot better than some people who are in there right now. And like having yeah. if he fucking wins us a cup or like takes us on a deep run, a guaranteed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or he finishes a season with, like, 80% on the dot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he's been a team leader. He's been a captain his whole career. I think those things definitely uh, would be taken into account. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like as far as the Hall of Fame in the NHL goes, it's a pretty strict thing like they don't just put you in because you were good. Like if that was the case, then there'd be a lot more people in. Like
2: international play, which hasn't been a thing for a long time. So that has to skew how you look at certain players, right? Like McDavid, he's never got to play for Canada or like all these other players. Tavares has never really had the chance. He played in 2014, whatever, but since it hasn't been a thing for a long time, you can't really count that against them.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at his international play. Um yeah, he's never... 2014 Winter Olympics, Tavares injured his knee in Canada's quarterfinal match. Yeah. Okay. He missed that season.
1: Would you put Stamkos in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Because I believe their careers are very similar. They grew up together. They literally did life together. And they both yes. captained their NHL teams. They were both injured. They were both successful. So he if you think Stamkos... Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah, he's but there. like,
0: yeah, hundred percent, I would there. say Stamkos.
1: I think JT is next in line if Stamkos is, and I know he has the rings, guys. But like, Tampa was a dynasty at one point, and like, and he
2: was the captain of it. So you know, he he like, would yeah. be ahead of John Tavares, I think, in that pecking order. Like, yes, I'm looking at. Exactly. I, I, I'm not saying Stamkos he's the better or anything, but he, he's Stamkos. ahead of him in the Hall of Fame.
0: Most career points by a Tampa Bay Lightning player. Most career goals by a Tampa Bay Lightning player. Most hat tricks. Most power play goals. Most game winning goals. Most even strength goals. Most career regular season games with four plus points by a Tampa Bay Lightning player. Most goals Spending in a single month by a Tampa Bay Lightning one player. Team. Yeah. Like we'll he's do got that. Yeah. But he's I'm lot. just looking at um, Olympic gold in 2014, even though he wasn't on the team. So like JT, I don't know if I can really give him that one. Um, he's been on the all-star team 2012, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 Uh, he doesn't have a lot of hardware otherwise and I think really when it comes to Hall of Fame like if you're looking past their stats like that's the next thing and he doesn't have a ton of it to back it up and I I think that's where you you put Stamkos ahead of him
1: I agree that he's ahead but I think he's not too far behind it's all leadership like on the
2: tail end of his career, right? Like he's on the back nine. Just starting it off right now, but let's see how this goes.
0: Stamkos has two rocket Richards. He had a sixty goal season.
2: Like well, he's he's like a okay, first ballot. Not even questionable.
1: Okay, fine. I'm wrong. I think the thing is whether
0: he'll he'll finish whether he'll finish his career in Tampa or not. Because that's yep. kind of the, uh, the rumor this year is that they might move on from him at the deadline.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Do you see him doing it? Uh, He strikes me like as a type of Crosby person who just, he'll figure it out. He's probably not going to leave.
0: Yeah. Like he's obviously pissed because he wants to stay. Right. And he's mad that they didn't offer him a deal. So if it comes down to like the dollar amount, like how little can they offer him to make it work? I don't know. I think at some point he still values himself more than a I'll take what you can give me player. So if Tampa's still, if like Breezeball wants to double down on on the team that they have and sign players to, to go for an, another cup here, I don't know if they can really afford to give Stamkos what he thinks he's still worth. I'm sure the Rangers or fucking Kings will sign him, if not. Oh my god. he's <laughs> Him and Jack Eichel on <laughs> Vegas. Like,
1: imagine. Or even like, even like Carolina, because Pacioretty has been injured, and he was supposed to be a big, big factor for them. I don't Those know, type look. of
2: players, like who only played so long for one team, they'll go to a huge market who are doing good at the time. I don't see him going to any other team other than, like, like I said, the Rangers, the Kings, maybe Toronto. Don't see that at all, but. I just want well, to guys... like people Sorry. don't like
0: signing with Toronto because of the um, like the the media attention, the taxes, all the different shit that goes with it. But if he's already under contract for the rest of the year, like that's a different story. If if Tampa's going to retain and he'll you know go to Toronto because at one point he yeah. you know before this contract he almost did, like you know if, if he comes here for two months to go for a cup, I'll take it and he can go and sign wherever he wants. This is
2: all to be said that. that I'm like 99% sure he retires as a Lightning because no one ever has. Vinny never did. St. Louis never did. He would be the only Richards. person to do it. Richards never wow. did. Wow.
0: Oh my god, you're right. Guys, Bobby Boulin didn't. Jesus.
1: Do you know who got the belt tonight?
2: No, I don't. Who? Jones.
1: So Camp passed it to John Tavares. Thank you Benito the Basset Hound for pointing this out to me cuz you only pass it with moves and Kemp made the right choice saying it was for his 1000th point and they didn't win last night. So yeah. And Tavares he had one point. Okay. I know Matthews had four he didn't
2: uh, play many game but
1: right. But I feel like since we're on the topic Ooh. of JT Captain's on the mind, and we're still celebrating him. So I feel like that was really cute. That was cute of camp. I fucking love Tavares.
2: I think what he adds to this team is dynamic and great, and I hope he stays for a long time.
1: That was Hufflepuff energy from camp right now.
2: He was not worthy of the belt tonight, though. But.
0: <laughs> I uh, I hope that Tavares works out something. Like in the same situation we're talking about with Stamkos, I hope that he's able to figure something out to stick around with the Leafs and take obviously way less than $10 million to do it.
2: Yeah, That's a huge conversation at some point, but I think he is the type of player who will want to do that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Lucas, Luke Mann-Hainsworth. Is fisticuffs and a handbag punishment for an appropriate response to a clean hit? Oh, sorry. Is fisticuffs and handbag pushing an appropriate response to a clean hit? Um, can someone translate this Aussie question? I don't understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, come again? What are you he asking says. here, mate? What, is, what are you saying?
0: Is Fisticuffs and Handbag pushing an appropriate response to a clean hit? Is so he talking about, we talk
2: about where McCabe leveled that guy? And I he think so. Answer that. No, that's bullshit. It, that was a Truba clean booms hit. booms
0: people. <sighs> yeah, he says here Truba booms people on the regular. So why should Ziploc bag be upset, <laughs> McCabe? Will be I get good. it. Like, <laughs> the Rangers are down yeah. a
2: couple goals. They want to light their bench up a little bit, so they're doing it. But it's. It always seems that McCabe has to answer for these clean hits and it shouldn't be like that because he he's not doing anything dirty. He's playing within the rules and he always has to fucking answer to it.
1: Facts. And that's why I said earlier that I was so happy that we got a power play from this fucking hit because otherwise McCabe would have been suspended or some shit.
0: Uh,
2: no, he was didn't being... headhunt. He didn't do anything. He hit him right in the chest. It was a clean hockey play. The guy who dropped the pass was like admiring his pass, which is what they teach you in like Adam and novice Pee Wee. You got leveled. That was it. It was clean. He
1: got leveled. It's watching yeah. the puck.
0: Yeah. Uh Miss Easy you. lifeguard seventy nine. Aaron, not a question, but I need to know what the dads were chanting slash singing towards the end. So Aaron, I'm sorry, but what were the dads chanting slash singing towards the end is a question if you word it differently <laughs>
1: <laughs> facts sorry aaron um <laughs> i tried to figure this out i even looked on omar's page and i could not find it no way. if they you were guys the ones know? that
0: started the go leafs go chant at the end no that's fucking awesome
2: i did yeah. have it, like uh austin matthew's father was trying to get Ty Domi into it for a while, like Domi's like I've <laughs> been here like a long time. Eventually, I like, can score it again. And he got into it, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Anytime they showed Ty, I was like, oh, Aww.
1: there's daddy
0: Uh Hashtag Toronto Nat at Mina 1934. Um, <laughs> do you think if we play like that, we can beat anyone in the playoffs? Um, over seven games, that'd be tough because I think there's some work there defensively and goaltending wise but I think uh, hopefully by the playoffs we've got at least a couple more people healthy or you know a couple new people in there so um, yeah I will say yes if it's the top five guys performing like that I think if they're on on the same night through a whole series you're good
2: I think you just nailed it right there if the Leafs are playing their best their best defense is their offense and if they're dominating games in your end, they're gonna win a lot more often than not.
1: I feel yeah. like the Leafs have played like this during playoffs, and then they shit the fucking bed the next game because there was a <laughs> five nothing win against Tampa to open the series, and then they like blew it out of the water the next game, and like it's always been flip floppy, and it, you get scared, right, with these high scoring games, and then they get I don't know, like. I feel like they're not consistent in the playoffs. So hopefully the consistency stays and continues and we get some scoring from the bottom six. Because ultimately, if the back end and the bottom six score, then we have a much better chance in the playoffs. And that's how we got to the second round last year with Captain Mo leading the way.
0: Yeah, with uh, with Timmins and Riley firing like that, and hopefully Lilligren doing the same when he comes back, like I think I think they'll be okay. Uh, it's there's still a couple things that I would like to see added before playoff time. Like I would love for a Tanev or like person to come in, just so it's not as you know we've got half of the Marlies' defensive core up here. Like it's it just seems a little. <laughs> questionable all the time like by all means they could play great but they're just unproven and that scares me if you're going up against a pretty deep playoff team so
2: yeah that's fair yeah.
0: um i just want to give a quick shout out to uh liam and duke coxwell <laughs> at uh, the Laxed and at liam hildebrand we have had a back and forth going every game this week since uh six days ago um this has been every time this is since i said that I didn't like being a pulled groin away from Martin Jones. And then the next night we were playing Martin Jones. So then Sammy gets a shout out and then they start replying saying like, aha, see, Sammy is okay. And then the next night it started up again. Like, aha, Sammy is not okay. And then tonight being like, aha, I told you Martin Jones was all right. So it's been six days of a Twitter thread going back and forth. We keep like reviving it every time to be like, I told you so. It just feels like a, a drunk bar argument that's going on for an entire week. And I love it.
1: I'm so glad we are seeing the glimpse of why, <clears throat> excuse me, Martin Jones is here because Huge otherwise it would be, yeah. yeah. Eric schalgren is gone and he went immediately to Utica. I think he's only played in the AHL this season for the devils. Um, who else? Yeah, who let else? me
0: see his stats. How's he doing this year, um, but like,
1: My real me. question
2: here is um, it's going to depend on who, like Sammy or Jones, can back up because Wall is our guy. It, I don't think there's any question to me going forward. He's going to be our guy going forward. So if he can have one yeah. of those two playing consistently, then that's all that's going to matter. Because Sammy have- will never be the guy for this team ever again, I don't think.
1: Oh I my really god, I'm to take a
0: stab is, at but... Eric Schalgren's save percentage for the Utica Comets right now.
1: <laughs> um judging by your giggle, I'm going to go back to my first guess of 888. <laughs>
0: 850. 853 and a 421 goals against average Ooh-hoo. with the Utica Comets. And uh I didn't realize how bad he was with the Leafs. Like I know he played. Didn't realize after he
2: let in four goals every fucking game. Prince Eric.
0: He was eight four and one, and then last year he was three two and four. So I mean, he I don't know. He never was above nine hundred with the Leafs, though. Like that's
2: no
1: poor guy. I feel like last season we were on the same kind of fucking rotation with the Marlies, and then our third and fourth strings had to save the day once again for a long stretch because, yeah. um, of course, two Matt two Murray, university goalies, right? And Matt Murray, like, hello from you, okay, on the island there, bud?
2: Say hi to
0: fucking Lilligren while
2: you're there. Like, I really want (laughs) Sammy and do good. But I mentioned this a couple games ago. Aside from Matthews, the most important person on this team right now is Joseph Wall. He is legit, and I think he is the one to take us to where we need to go.
1: I got my brick wall shirt.
0: You've got him on uh, league min this year, like less than league min this year and next year. I think uh, you got to really take advantage of that because it gives you a chance to fill out everything else around wall and really go for it. You know, yeah. you're not spending a ton of money on a goalie. You like it, he's that just opens up so much. Like that's once in a blue moon you get a chance where your your starting goaltender is on a league min contract.
2: Exactly.
1: Like, right. uh,
0: especially with Matthews' raise kicking in next year. Uh, it's just yeah it's you really got to take advantage of that while you can true okay any other questions i think that was it for questions do we have any from discord uh, stuff
1: uh not tonight everyone is sleeping
0: that's okay <laughs> that's okay well um when's the next game We play the Rangers again soon. I know that, but it's next week.
1: Columbus on Thursday.
0: Oh, that should be fun. Columbus sucks.
1: Do we want to touch on a quick little change in the All Star comp?
0: Oh, yeah. Real quick.
1: Real quick. I'm so, oh my God. I'm so happy. That they're making changes to the skills competition because what do I bitch about every year during this fucking all-star break? How shit the skills competition (laughs) is. Like, it's just, it goes to a fucking entertainment show and, like, who's really trying anymore and, like, everyone just takes it as a big joke, right? But this year... It's going to be a 12 man skills competition where the players participate in multiple events and they're given points based on the event ranks. So oh. the player with the most points wins 1 million US dollars to bring right. home. We love that.
2: Huge we fan of that.
1: And so they'll each- try. <laughs> yeah, they'll try. So, each player will participate in the first six events, which includes fastest skater, hardest shot, stick handling, one-timers, passing challenge, and accuracy shooting. And then the top eight advance to the seventh event, which is a shootout. And then the top six advance to the final event, which is an obstacle course.
2: That's kind of cool. Hey, wait, wait. So, where do the goalies stand on this? Uh,
1: there. Good question. There is an uh i don't know one timers maybe
2: like prize grab maybe
1: one timers or something to do with shooting maybe. at the net okay. I, 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 I don't wonder. i don't really know that's yeah, a good we'll question but now they have something to play for which is nice i mean i don't know i'm just not into the magic show and i'm not into like the anything that's not a skill like i don't want to see jack hughes like coming out of a fucking box like i want to see some trick shots i want to see you shoot that puck and like do some crazy ass shit like i don't want to
2: there's a bit of incentive that's awesome
1: right so i'm excited guys and it's in toronto so save up if you want to go
0: yeah tickets are a lot but no i like that because instead of people doing things that don't involve the game of hockey they're like i want to see what you can do when there's nobody stopping you instead of you know can you play golf with a hockey puck and stick
1: exactly yeah. when you don't have pressure on you show us what you got
0: yeah i feel like the last couple all-star games have just been the guys shooting the shit and wearing t-shirts and shorts just like ha, ah, this is dumb and just kind of yeah half-assing you bring their way through the a couple challenges and, yeah Well, like the ones that were off, like on the beach and stuff, like on the platforms and the thing. I don't know. I feel like those always they hyped them up a lot. And then the actual event was really lackluster because the guys just didn't care because it's like, what are we doing here?
1: Yeah. Or in Vegas where they're freezing their ass off playing fucking blackjack or something. And then the rules didn't even make sense. And yeah, that was dumb. It's just stupid. It's like. Yeah, it's such a cool idea, but they failed with these ideas. I feel like they could have made it so much better. But Mm. finally, we're going to get some real action here. And maybe the players will have interest and can actually showcase their skill. Which, I'm
2: sorry, I have one more question before you finish this all off. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following the NBA whatsoever, but they've had an in-season tournament going on this year which is, like, very similar to what uh, football does in Europe. And each winner gets $500,000. Is that something that would interest you in the NHL? Yeah, Hell
0: I mean, yeah. I think we touched on this when they announced the uh, end-season the schedule or uh, tournament thing, like, back in the summer. I feel like it, because it's incorporated in as regular season games that still count, and, like, I like what the NBA did, uh, where they did, like, um, custom... Point differential and... Um, well there was like the custom uh, courts and stuff that they they brought out for the tournament too like yeah. they they I don't know everything just seemed like it was more of a spectacle and it was nice to have in the you know the dead of the beginning of December when you know the effects of the beginning of the season have kind of worn off and you're just into the slog now of you know it's game 18 to 25 or whatever and it's just you're just playing so I don't know it adds mm. a little more incentive I thought it was going to be later in the year though
2: it was very early, yeah.
0: Like, I, I thought when they said, like, in season, it was going to be mid season. Like, but I guess they've got the all star thing, too. So,
2: hmm. one thing that was super interesting, too, is that they propose uh, they're not going to do it this year, but if you won the tournament, you would be guaranteed at least a minimum of a seventh spot in the playoff. So, if you didn't make oh. it in the regular season, you would actually get that spot. Holy oh. shit
1: that is huge
2: team falls
0: off for the rest of the season but they still make it to the playoffs
2: yeah wow
1: Anyways, imagine a cool
2: little cool little wrinkle that's been introduced to like north american sports mm-hmm. yeah, the nhl definitely has to shake some things up coming up
0: because uh 82 games like dangle says so many games long time uh, also, with the um, the All Star, they added the PWHL showcase this year. So on Thursday, as well as the draft, we're going to see a three on three tournament with the new PWHL teams. Please watch it.
2: like it's going to be amazing. So cool! Yeah,
0: and uh, the season starts in the new year, January first. So it's a uh, you know, it'll be right in the uh, probably right after their season is done because they've got it's like a
2: chance like, to get eyes on what's going to happen in January, right? Yeah, well, I'm yeah. just
0: thinking that the, the all star game is going to be after their season's done, right? I was thinking uh, this would have made more sense to do before it, but we'll see
2: after the whole season uh, done.
0: Well, because they start January 1st, don't they? And they only have 12 games.
1: Really? Have oh my to look god! At
2: it. I thought it went longer than that.
1: Twelve games? Is this NFL? <laughs> I know NFL. that's like oh,
0: eighteen. Here. it what?
2: says the first
0: season of PWHL competition includes seventy-two total games.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like, but is this when like I was looking month?
0: at no, but when I was looking at tickets for um, Ottawa PWHL Ottawa, like literally, it says like twelve-game season ticket.
1: Maybe it's a package of 12 guess, games.
0: but season or ticket maybe... memberships and half season ticket packages are now available. Okay. Hmm. And it says ticket membership. Total 12 games. I don't understand. Whatever. Yeah, it says they play They're also games. doing... Yeah, so I don't un- understand what this TD website is talking about. Um, also, how also late got the, in the
2: is the season going?
0: Yeah, if they're starting January first, there's 72 that's games. A lot of like holy games. shit, that's a lot for six teams to play.
1: Like June, <laughs> July.
0: <clears throat> Wowie. we yeah. uh, we also have the the Hyundai Fanfare as part of the All Star Weekend, um, which is a just like a family thing. You can bring your kids and do the uh, All Star Skill Zone where you can test your own hockey skills. Um, Special Hockey Hall of Fame exhibit. You can take a picture with the Stanley Cup. Uh, There's a kid's zone. Meet and greet and autographs with NHL All-Stars, Hall of Famers, and alumni. Uh, You can meet the mascots. Um, United by Hockey Mobile Museum. A unique experience that celebrates the game's trailblazers, changemakers, and business leaders spanning across multiple, underrepresented, and multicultural demographics. Cool. Cool. Uh, wow. Collectors Showcase. So, a bunch of people bring in their um, hockey card collections and stuff.
1: Ooh, Cody, nice. if you're listening, he's big There's on
0: that. There's a watch party, uh, the 2024 All Star Skills presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and the 2024 Rogers All Star Game Telecast. Oh my God, that's a long title.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mouthful.
0: Yeah. And they will have a shop. So, yeah, that's uh, something you can just kind of go to. Two? how much are? oh there's tickets you have to buy how much are tickets for this fucking thing
1: i'm really interested to see how the layout's going to be downtown and how they're going to set up all of these zones like all the gates and lines and <sighs> i'm just trying to picture it in my mind at leaf maple leaf square Me tickets too. for the fan <laughs> tickets Hard for that fanfare
0: are 65 dollars for that wow really? yeah
1: do you get a goodie bag
0: no, you probably <laughs> pay for autographs <laughs> and everything, too. It's just it seems like a lot. A
2: picture with Gary
1: Beckham or
0: something? Like, come on. Well, did you hear about the uh, the Montreal Canadiens selling the experience with Yuppie?
1: No. Really. What? Yeah. Selling um, what? <laughs> Yuppie?
0: Isn't that the... The experience with Yuppie. Isn't that their fucking mascot's name?
2: Yeah, that is. That is.
1: I did not know that. Sorry, I don't follow toilet so, seat like, mascot. So what is
2: the experience with Yuppie? Is it him putting his arm around you and taking a picture?
0: Yeah, let me see where it you is. get a big um,
1: kiss. Here. <laughs> this
0: was a, w- a week ago. Montreal Canadians draw online backlash for charging fans to meet mascot Yuppie. Guess how much it is for um. Fur on-demand package, which promises a brief visit and photo session with the <laughs> fuzzy orange character who will come to ticket holder seats bearing confetti, a personalized sign, and a gift bag of Yuppie merchandise. Okay. said
1: for
2: $30, it's theft.
0: Guess how much?
1: $50. So, a
2: $190. What?
0: $195. This is why... It blew up, and CBC has an article on them getting backlash.
1: This is like a furry fucking thing. Like you better like get something out of it. At the- <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god, what?
2: These fucking guys are terrible. It, it Like, could you imagine if they were like good in the league right now? Imagine if they were like in the top five. Spot right now, they'd be charging like five hundred dollars for this. Talk yeah, they mac. are not a playoff team, and they're charging <laughs> hundred.
0: It it when you go to buy your tickets on Ticketmaster, it asks if you want to add this on to your ticket, and you can select what oh. period you want him to come to your seat. During. What
1: does it also ask? So are you stupid? Crazy. Are like, you dumb? Yes or they no? Talked about, yes. They
0: talked about this on Dangle's show, and the the point was like you don't have to buy this. Like this is for you know rich people. I get it, but like. If you're going to put something out that's targeted at just like the 0.1% of people that come to the game, don't ask for it to be an add on, like, do this privately to your season ticket holders, like, hey, season ticket holders, if you want this add on, you can throw this on for a couple extra, you know, once, once or twice a season, you can put this on, don't put this out to like, every single fan every night that comes to the game. That's ludicrous. You're asking people who are already forking over probably more, more than that for their own ticket and parking and drinks and, and food. And product. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to have a mascot that's from a baseball team come over to your seat like
1: They probably raised it so high because if it was only like let's say 40 bucks, everyone'd be like, "Meh, I'm already paying 500 anyways, what's another 40?" <laughs> and then the line would be so long and people would be bitching the whole game like, "Where's my furry? I want to pick with the furry." And they just started buying you- it. Like,
2: imagine this. Like, when's the last time you heard a chirp from Montreal fan? They've been shit for, like, 10 years almost now. And the fact the that bubble. they're selling this. <laughs> ugh.
1: Wow. So just reference, desperate.
0: I was seeing if you could get any other um, mm-hmm. mascots to appear at things. And most of them just have, like, a form you fill out if you want them to come. Um. Yeah, so Mick E. Moose of the Winnipeg Jets, you, you can have him come to your event, like outside of the arena, for sixty dollars an hour.
2: I was gonna say probably like oh. twenty bucks an hour.
0: <laughs> um, He'll be half cocked
2: under there, semi buckled.
0: <laughs> Iceberg, the Penguins mascot, is uh, I think two two hundred and fifty bucks for an hour. But, like, this is an hour at an event, like a corporate event or something. You can have him show up. Not, like, 30 seconds during the game, he'll come to your seat, give you a bag with, like, a yuppie cup, and fuck off. Like, that'll be $195. Are you serious?
1: Guys, fun fact. I was the mascot in high school.
0: (laughs) No way. (laughs) What was your mascot?
1: It was a big blue alligator called the Abbey Gator because we were—I went to Loretto Abbey, so the he or the thing was an Abbey Gator, and yeah, that was me.
2: I have the get paid mascots are always the greatest partiers, though.
1: <laughs> um, you know it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen Blue Mountain State? The main character is the mascot. <laughs> um that's wild i could see you jumping around in like a an alligator thing was it a full costume or was it just the head because i know it high was school the little... head and the pants
1: yeah. and the tail and i wore my own blue sweater because it was such an Amazing. old piece of shit that nice. okay i was going through old photos today on facebook and i saw Do you it You pictures uh, of this i'm trying to pull it up real quick but yeah high school days guys and it fucking stank like i'm sure this thing was like 50 years old <laughs>
2: <laughs> never been washed.
1: Okay, That's never wild. Ever, yeah. What was
2: your uh, high school mascot, Sethy? We didn't have a high school mascot. We were called the Timmins Highs Blues, and yeah, Ooh. no mascot whatsoever. <laughs> like St. Louis Blues, like the like blues music. We had like a maple leaf sign. It was very convoluted and confused. Weird. So it was kind of yeah, like a super leaf. Weird. Okay. Um,
0: okay. mine. It's... Oh, you got a picture.
1: Oh, it's, I'm with people. Oh my god, I'm, <laughs> I'm in it.
0: You look like a horrifying Barney character.
1: It is okay. I fucking loved Barney as a before school child, and yeah, I know, I know. It's was on on it was your
0: high school. So I switched high schools. The first one was um, something that. Oh my god, that's amazing. Sorry, this... <laughs> it's, I wasn't expecting it to be so. <laughs> Um high quality, I guess. The head.
1: I know. But, but there was no top. That was my sweater from home. Oh my <laughs> god. Like Bongo it looks like a, a
0: character from a, a children's show. Um so yeah. my first yes. one for the first two and a half years was uh the comets. And
2: hmm.
0: we kind of struggled to make a costume for that. Like once somebody just had like a, they wore a giant cardboard box with like suspenders on it, and they just drew a big, like, f- comet flying through space. Coburg things. <laughs> yeah, like we just we didn't know ever what to do for that. Um, but then the other team or uh, the other school I went to was the Vikings, and um, they got a season assist from the Minnesota Vikings because they were literally Are just you using serious their logo, but instead of purple and gold, it's blue and gold.
1: Nice. So, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch out for that competition, yeah. Yeah, that school's uh, no longer, <laughs> though. Actually, both of them are no longer. They combined oh. it into one and have a new name, so I don't know what oh. their mascot is these days.
2: Hmm. Yeah. At least you guys had mascots.
1: We didn't have much else, let me tell you. My school was really highly talked about, but we had shit all. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: What is Coburg Collegiate's mascot? Wolfie the Wolf.
1: Oh, Wolfie. No. There's
0: Wolfie. It's, uh, so their school colors are red and blue, and it's like a fedora wearing wolf.
1: Fedora wearing wolf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I, um, I don't want to,
2: I can't L. L. really show
0: this picture because it's got like random, like, high school kids in the photo but it like it's on yeah, the internet don't show so if i can just find show a picture of, of him on his own don't show us i'm not showing that but yeah he's got like a, a purple and black um like tiger striped leather fedora on like something you mm-hmm. find at like a, a booth at the waterfront festival <laughs> yeah i'll try and I'll, I'll blur out the faces and post it but yeah it's pretty funny looking this guy that's funny. Anyway, that's what they've got nowadays. Mascots are yeah. fun.
2: Nice. Oh, they do have a,
0: a mascot competition at that uh, that fun fair. Apparently all weekend oh. we're going to see uh, some breaks for the mascots oh. going up against each other. So that'll be fun.
1: Oh. Maybe we'll have to revisit
0: our mascot raking. Oh, we should. We should. Yeah. Because I don't know, were the Kraken around when we did that the first
2: time? <laughs> I think they might have been like the inspiration for it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, let's get out of here. It's late. Yeah. Yeah. Good night,
0: everybody. Yeah. Good night. Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> what happened? Land. Did you cut it
0: early? No, it just stopped.
2: Guys. This is where I say
0: something.